1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as Celtic celebrate winning the Scottish Cup and a quadruple treble. Neil Lennon's side got there in dramatic fashion with a penalty shootout win against Hearts. They do have some catching up to do in the league with Rangers' victory against Motherwell moving them 16 points clear and David Martindale has named Livingston boss until the end of the season with John Hughes taking over at Ross County. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight is Alex Ray and Hugh Keevans. Neil Lennon says he feels unique Celtic Achievement is certainly unique 12 trophies in a row Something that is unlikely ever to be equaled And if you're going to create history Then do it in what was arguably The greatest Scottish Cup final of all time Hearts deserve credit for being one half Of what was a stunning spectacle It was a game of twists and turns An assault on the senses And all done with no fans inside the ground Alec, as that guy on Strictly would say Fab you Lass. Oh dear That must be the first and last time We'll have a Strictly <laughs> reference On Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard Quite the weekend Alex Yeah without doubt uh, Celtic secure another treble And a remarkable game As Hugh said at Hamden St Mirren's good run continues The Aki's picked up An important three points On the road The Dons are up to third After a win at Kilmarnock And Rangers continue Their impressive form In the early part of the season it's all happening Four days to go until Christmas And Scottish football is cranking up the heat 0141951 That is your number tonight What did you make of the weekend's action? Clearly the big talking point would be The Scottish Cup final from yesterday So Celtic fans Give us your thoughts on that quadruple treble And the way that it was played out Hearts fans uh, You came very close How are you feeling after that? And on league business at the top Well clearly Rangers keep on winning Motherwell the latest victims Rangers fans what did you make of it? 01419511025 It's Monday night though Time for you two to act decisively mm. Your result of the weekend It's really hard to look past a result That gives a team a quadruple treble But I will go for the Ackies in Dingwall Wasn't a great result for Stuart Kettlewell mm. Who lost his job as a consequence But a very Ackies thing to do yeah, I'm going to go for Celtic uh, Purely for the result, Gordon It's all about getting silverware And they did that yesterday With a dramatic game at Hamden Okay, goal of the weekend for you, Hugo I'm going again to say How can you overlook Ryan Christie But uh, I'm going for Martin Scott of the Ackies An Ackies double because It was a terrific goal Well executed And even took a sore one from Ian Vigers For having the cheek to score I'm going to go for the, the, the real standout uh, goal of the weekend was Charlie Adams' 40-yard pile driver up at Dens Park. It was a remarkable uh, strike for a young man. Uh, right, howler of the weekend. You get to get creative here. I don't know if it's a referee, a striker, a manager, a goalie who's going to get your wrath. Who's your howler of the weekend? The St Johnston uh, visit to Paisley was terrific at the weekend. The five-goal thriller. Well done, Jim Goodwin. But... If you're Callum Davidson You're looking at Jason Kerr Who got himself red carded For a ridiculous challenge In a, an area of the park Where there was no danger To the Johnston goal And now Jason Kerr is out Of the midweek match Against Rangers So Come on Jason 
You're better than that Okay, Howler, Alex I'm going to go for a collective one uh, Gordon, Ross County losing again I think that's six defeats in the bounds uh, Out with the, the Celtic mm-hmm. result And uh, it's cost the manager a job I thought collectively they were poor Okay, 0141 Let's start with the Scottish Cup final Yesterday, Celtic fans sum up that achievement Another Scottish Cup, a fourth in a row And a quadruple treble How are you feeling about it? I know lots of you yesterday weren't particularly pleased With the second half and the performance And maybe... Some concerns about what happens here on in Whatever is on your mind Let's hear it on the phones or on Twitter I mean Hugh How do you sum up the game? Christian mm. Edward had Celtic two up at the break In quite spectacular fashion Liam Boyce and then a goal line technology Awarded Stephen Kingsley equaliser Sends us to extra time Lee Griffiths looks like he's won it for Celtic Before Janelli sets up the penalty shootout And having had a very difficult afternoon On only his third appearance Connor Hazard The yeah. unlikely hero saving twice Ayer scores the decisive kick And Celtic win the Scottish Cup On yesterday's programme I kept on repeating that You have to enjoy your successes in football from the end of the game at Hamden until midnight last night, it was time to party and to acknowledge the scale of the achievement. 12 trophies in a row. Uh, I think it will stand for all time, that particular record. But today is the cold light of day where you have to look at the other side of the coin, which is Connor Hazard, absolutely wonderful for the young man on his third game to be a cup Medal winner But He's really Really inexperienced And I'm, I'm not sure That Celtic can go forward With Connor Hazard And The Celtic defence Very very poor They have work to do To try And eat into Rangers 16 point lead Over them They will have to go some Because the defence Will let them down Where does it rank In Scottish Cup finals You've seen As a spectacle uh, for, You know For drama For, for us just standing here And, and taking it all in Unsurpassed for Really? Me. Yeah The best um, You know to, to have The the first half Where Celtic were terrific And scored Two great goals And uh, Incidentally In the passing The Panenka penalty Is not disrespectful To anyone It's someone Showing off his craft uh, But thereafter Haywire Celtic went haywire As soon as Liam Boyce Made it 2-1 Panic set in uh, The defensive Pairing of Shane Duffy and Christopher Julian Not at the races at all uh, And Celtic fell apart for that part of the game However, it all came down to the lottery of penalties And in the end, Celtic stuck their penalties away And Hearts had two bad penalties that Conor Hazard saved it was quite the game, Alex. Ray. Remarkable. I said, I said at the top of the show, Gordon. I felt as if it was remarkable. At half time, I could not see Hearts getting back into the game. As you said, I thought they were so dominant. Celtic, the game plan for Hearts was totally out the window because it was wave after wave, and it could quite easily have been more. But the actual turnaround uh, from Hearts was mm. remarkable, and in the manner in which they went about it. And again, you have to take bottle to step up and, and, and win with penalties, and you have to commend Celtic for doing that. 01419511025 Let's get stuck in on the lines Pat is first up tonight He is a Celtic fan from Johnson Sum up that achievement yesterday Pat What was your overriding emotion at full time? Full time ecstatic uh, Worrying times at 2-0 two, two up We're cruising I thought 4-0 But our defence let us down Losing three goals like that It's a lot of penalty kicks Overall we deserve to win it and it's a quadruple treble. 
suddenly happened. Congratulations to the team and to Neil Lennon. He's took some stick these last few weeks, especially for you, Hugh Keevans. A lot of stick. The man deserves credit now. The point I would like to make to the panel is... Well, let's deal with that first part and I'll let, I'll let you back in. No problem at all. Um, how big is that for Neil Lennon? Hugh. Well, my first words tonight were Neil Lennon uh, feels unique and uh, the, the achievement is certainly unique. Uh, all congratulations to Neil Lennon and I have uh, said that since taking over from Brendan Rogers, he took charge of something that could have gone out of control because Brendan Rogers was such an iconic figure for the Celtic fans and Neil Lennon has won everything asked of him since Brendan Rodgers left for Leicester. Now, Pat's unhappy that I criticise Neil Lennon. I have to bring him back to the season overall. Celtic are 16 points behind Rangers, albeit with three games in hand. Their European adventure in the Europa League was uh, very poor. They finished bottom of their group. The Champions League was even worse. Uh, going out to Ferenc Varos at the, the qualification stage, and along the way, doing things like losing eight goals to Sparta Prague. So, yeah, in the context of the season overall, it's been poor. But he has now joined Jockstein, Martin O'Neill, Brendan Rogers as managers who have won a treble for Celtic. And I salute him for that. But, Pat, in the context of the season overall, Celtic have been poor. Yeah, uh, the problem is that the cup final was uh, in December, Gordon. You know, if I had been playing el- earlier, I think the accolades would have been a lot more magnified because of it had been closer to time. It had been done at the real time. Obviously, the pandemic's not allowed that to happen. And then you have to factor in the opening 27, 28 games. And Hughes highlighted all the, the, the shortfalls that Celtic have had along the way. And I think that's one of the reasons why he's been criticised, Neil. You know, you can't take away that he's he's the fourth manager to win a treble. It's a, ma- a magnificent achievement. And he's done it as a player as well, of yeah, course. Yeah, of course, the first and only mm. to do it as yep. a player and as a manager. So again, you have to recognise that as an amazing achievement. And when you strip it back and you look at the performance in terms of, again, it's familiar shortcomings that, you know, conceding mm. goals and so forth. So there will be a concern for some Celtic fans that... But there also has to be a recognition of the, the, the amazing achievement he won in our treble. What was your other point, Pat? The other point was uh, that fantastic football at Naismith. Every game that man plays in, it gets away with murder. He's a thug. That's only me for it. No, steady, Pat. That's a bit unfair. Or, or is a, a representative of Scottish children. What a role model. That man's done his damnedest to get Brown sent off. He must agree with me. Can round the goalkeeper like me kids in the roundabout. Standing on him, elbowing him. Brown just walked away and laughed. He had done his best, I'm sent off, and he never done it. I don't think Scott Brown will mind you. I think um, Naismith no. and Brown are well versed in these arts. He, he thrives on it, Scott Brown. Uh, I have to say, I thought Naismith was lucky to stay on the park. Uh, I thought the challenge on Scott Brown uh, early in the game was dangerous and uh, of a type that might get you a red card. So I thought overall, he was lucky to stay on the park. I think the problem you have with that, Gordon, I've actually moaned about Scott Brown getting away with them over the last couple of years, actually, when when there's a coming together and then the, someone tries to plant their foot and if it catches the opponent down there, then you're trying to you're trying to look and see if there's an intent there and we'll never know because it's so close proximity whether you miss somebody by a, an inch or not, whether you catch someone. So if, if that, like Pat's saying there in terms of that's there, 
I think Scott Brown's got away with similar ones over a course. There was the arm from yeah, Naismith as well. Was there, was there enough in that for you? Well, he, he's running the risk, Gordon. There's no two mm. ways about it. Pat's making the, the assumption that because they're playing run around, Scott Brown's trying to stop him from manoeuvring in front of the goalkeeper and vice versa. That is just a coming together, somebody trying to get into a position that they can mm. influence the goalkeeper. And that's what happened for, I think it was the second goal, was it? Uh, let's hear from Neil Lennon. He thinks the occasion may have got to his players, but he says winning the quadruple treble is a monumental achievement. He's also thanking Peter Lowell and Dermot Desmond for their support. I think the weight of expectation weighed heavy on them today, but they still found the will to win. I thought we should have won the game in the 90 minutes or the 120 minutes. You know, we didn't defend set players again as well as we should have done. But we got pushed. Winning the cup means as much to hearts as it does to us. You know, and we had this quadruple treble to win and that's a huge expectation and burden. But that pressure's lifted now and you'll never see that again. You know, in my lifetime, we'll be talking about this team, this group of players in 30, 40, 50 years' time and they thoroughly deserve it because it's a monumental achievement. And it is, you know, like, I, I don't like talking about myself too much, but it's very, very special for me from a personal point of view. There's a lot of people I'd like to thank along the way, you know, over the near 20 years. For me, it's a great source of personal pride and a lot of hard work's going in the background. You try and keep a, a lid on it and try and keep a, a sense of balance to it, but I feel so proud. I want to thank Peter and Dermot and the board, you know, as well for all the support they've given me. It's, it's a great achievement and for me to be part of it, you know, means so much to me. Mike is a Celtic fan in Bishopton. What did you make of it yesterday, Mike? Hi there. Uh, well, first and foremost, congratulations to Celtic on quadruple treble. Um, don't think that will ever happen in my lifetime again. Um, but that defence, I mean, that's just it's absolutely appalling. I think, you know, growing up playing the game, you know, you think next goal's a winner. That's the way it sometimes feels like. Um, they just can't close the door. But as bad as, in my opinion, Celtic are at the back, um, how much pressure does Avancer put on Steven Gerrard um, to actually do on silver there? Because as bad as Celtic are, you know, they seem to get the job done. Um, and I, I appreciate, you know, there's that, uh, you know, difference in points at the moment, albeit Celtic get three games in hand. But really, just to ask the panel, in particular Alex, um, you know, what, what would he think, you know, has Steven Gerrard got to do it this year Otherwise he'll get his daughters Some people would look at Glasgow And think we're a really unique part of the world Only in Glasgow could your team win a quadruple treble And your mind springs to Steven Gerrard But no question is a daft one on this show I welcome all opinions Alex Ray Well listen I think last week uh, Getting out of the cup was a real shock to the system For anyone at Rangers it was a, uh, For me it was a clear path to try and get that first bit of silverware uh, and again there was question marks over the, the weekend at Motherwell it was an extraordinary game of football I, I don't think any of us have stood in here and seen two banks of five it's, it was remarkable and they got the job done for me this is a different um, Rangers team to what I've witnessed in the last couple of years Purely yeah. down, pu- sorry guys, just purely down to the strength and depth that they have. They have real options now. Hugh Mike says he doesn't think he'll, he'll ever see it again in his lifetime a quadruple treble I take it you'd Go along with that Speaking on behalf I, of A lot of people I'm I sure I would yeah Yeah I mean you, you sometimes have to Stand back From all of the noise And assess What this is Twelve trophies in a row The first treble Was an invincible treble One under Brendan Rogers With only four draws In the season And no defeats uh, And then The double treble 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 And now Neil Lennon Has completed the job 
Uh, Neil Lennon it will now be in Celtic folklore for all time. It doesn't matter what happens from now until he leaves the club. He's there in the folklore for all time. But Steven Gerrard is under no greater pressure than he was prior to Celtic beating Hearts and winning the quadruple treble. Steven Gerrard is looking after his business and he's doing a good job. Mike, obviously Celtic did it the hard way on the day, but but the achievement is there. The trophy's in the cabinet again. It's another Scottish Cup. It's a quadruple treble. Do you think Celtic can kick on from this? Can they use that as a catalyst going forward for the rest of the season? If I'm being honest, um, I think when he came to the back, no. Um, I think, you know, we, you know, we need to get that consistency. You know, that thing, football, you know, and I know everybody uses the term, you know, goals change, uh, change games, and that is true, but at the back, at the back, we're just, we're all over the place. He's tried so many different um, formations. I kind of like, um, you know, that he's got Ayer kind of playing on that right side, going forward, with, you know, he's, He's also got something going forward, but I just, you know, I think it's going to be a, a, it's going to be tough. But uh, um, I do get back to that question of, you know, Celtic. We always seem to get over the line. We always seem to deliver. And I now think, you know, Stephen Gerrard, he's got to go on his. How many chances do you give something? I mean, if there's any, if, if there's such a good time to, you know, take the title from Celtic, um, now it has got to be and. You know, just to see, you know, I know Alec could say, but I think for, I, I think he's got a sixteen-point lead, and you've highlighted the, Mike, the frailties at the, the, the fact yeah. that the defence is so bad. Uh, Celtic have got, for me, a big, big job here because the goalkeeper's too young, too inexperienced, and Shane Duffy and Christopher Julian, on the evidence of yesterday's match, Celtic could not overhaul Rangers with those two. Well, Connor Hazard was the hero in the end. Hear what Neil Lennon had to say about him, and more of your calls next. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Alex Ray and Hugh Keevans are here looking back on the big talking points from the weekend's action, most notably the Scottish Cup final. What did you make of it though? That's what we want to know. Give us a call 01419511025. Neil Lennon says winning the treble as a manager is the biggest achievement of his career. He also hopes the win will be the catalyst they need to kickstart their season. I hope it gives everyone a sense of perspective on how difficult what this team has achieved over the four years. I think some people take it for granted. I think some people expected it of them as if they just have to roll up and and win and it's it's not as easy as that and they're human beings you know and I say I said them even before the night for the penalties you got to keep going you just got to keep going even if you miss one you got to keep going and they just keep going now we're not in brilliant form at the minute for whatever reason we're not as fluid as we were last season but maybe this will be a icebreaker for them and they can chill out and play the football that we know they're accustomed to. We've got a few issues that we need to address, but it's not a quick fix, like, you know, so we're going to have to keep banging the goals in at the other end. But for me, this is the best accomplishment in my career, you know, achieving this as a manager. It's just, I wanted the treble, I didn't do it the first time, and now I join an elite band of managers here at the club, so I couldn't be more happy with that. Right then, Nicky, in the West End, what did you make of it? How are you feeling as a Celtic fan today? Um. Uh, hello, lads. Uh, I was just—I uh, I take my hat off to to Hearts as well because uh, they uh, they pushed Celtic all the way. Um, but my, one of my main points was about Stephen uh, Naismith. 
Uh, I thought that one of the, the Hearts goals should have been disallowed because he impeded the, the goalkeeper uh, when the cross was made in. Yeah, so what, was, yeah uh, what, what did you guys make of that? I've seen the footage back, obviously. Yeah, um, I, I, there was so much going on in the game that uh, at the time I have to confess that in the, the goal mouth melee, uh, I didn't pick up on it. I've seen um, video footage of it now. Uh, it, it, it could have been a foul. Uh, that th- my problem with Hazard is that he's a big guy, six five, whatever he is, uh, and he doesn't do enough to impose himself. Uh, so, yes, it could have been a foul, but the goalkeeper doesn't impose himself. Yeah, potentially could have been a foul, Gordon. He, he's trying to back into Hazard. Uh, I spoke to you guys prior to come on the show. For me, he just has to use his body strength, get uh, Neesmith out of the way rather than be bullied. Mm. And then just punch it at a decent height Which then he takes control of the situation For me he was just far too weak um, Nicky uh, I, I definitely agree with what, what you're saying there uh, But I mean he could have uh, I think that the goalkeeper uh, Could have been a bit more stronger Than, than mm-hmm. what he was Do you um, think the experience plays a part there Nicky Because yeah. remember the Just before it that's when Naismith and Brown have their sort of Latest bout um, and the referees speaking to them about pushing the goalie and all the rest of it. Do, do you think that gets in the inexperienced goalkeeper's head, and he then thinks, "Well, once this ball comes in, I, I can't drag him out the way in case I give away a penalty." It could do. It could do. I I know where I know where you're coming from. Yeah. Uh, Nicky's, Nicky's. I think I think Brown was uh, he he was responsible for maybe noising up uh, Halliday as well, and I think that's when Stephen Naismith started getting annoyed at that. When, um, when you're Brown and you're Halliday and you're Naismith. They're wind-up merchants And they, they, they revel in it uh, So I, I think I, I know it's hard to get a proper perspective on the game Neil Lennon speaking there about a sense of perspective In this season of all seasons A sense of perspective has gone out the window uh, But trying to get a handle on that game Celtic were terrific in parts Awful in parts But as Neil Lennon said Hung on and hung on and hung on and eventually got what they came for. So, you know, if Andy Halliday is winding up Scott Brown or vice versa, and Naismith and Brown go at it all day long, that's just the game. Gordon, see, see the, you, you make a very valid point in terms of his inexperience, because if you get an experienced goalkeeper in there, it's not only Brown and Naismith that are doing it, you get the keeper bullying the two of them, pushing the two of them out of the road and using the... Because you said, I think he's about 6'5", the guy, he's, he's a giant... Once he gets more experience He will be able to take Better control of that situation That's football At any Absolutely. level isn't it You can just imagine Robbie Nielsen And any team Who were up against Celtic yesterday It would have been Put pressure on the goalie that, That's just yeah, That's what you do yeah. An experienced yeah. keeper uh, Nicky What about the, the The sort of achievement The, the big picture of the, the quadruple treble How do you feel about that side of it? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm quite happy about that uh, but I'm still very unhappy about the way Celtic have performed over the the, the past few months. Uh, so I mean, it sort of a bounces itself out a bit, as far as I'm concerned. That's about it, really. Well, Hugh, um, that, that that perhaps sums up the, the strange times in which we live. And we yeah, mentioned yeah. it earlier: the fact that you've got a Scottish Cup final mid-season. It's a quadruple treble, twelve trophies in a row, probably never done again. And Nicky describes him, his emotions as being quite happy. Yeah. Um, that. That, that in a nutshell um, sums up Again uh, You can have a quadruple treble You can have history uh, Unrivaled history But This ten in a row Absolutely. thing Keeps getting in the way And uh, You know The Celtic supporters Are unhappy with The way the league season Has progressed 
They don't even talk about Europe And going out to Ferencvaros And they don't talk about An awful Europa League group And losing eight goals To Sparta Prague And all the rest of it Yes You can take that moment In isolation yesterday And you can Think about it all night And have a great time And it was a wonderful Achievement But Mm. the Celtic fans Are Disturbed by The ten in a row season That has gone For the moment Pear shaped Neil Lennon wanted Perspective Alex On the achievement In the sense Of it's it's just not easy To win cups And we're lucky We've got a very Recent example Which is Rangers and Paisley Rangers are absolutely flying And they're bigger than St Mirren They're better than St Mirren But just sometimes it's it's hard to do that So regardless of, of where Rangers have been at Or where the standard is For the rest of the opposition Even just the The, the, the law of averages if you Absolutely. like of, of going and winning 12 trophies is quite something Gordon it's remarkable And uh, it shows a level of consistency And I don't think anyone can argue With the dominance that Celtic's had Over recent uh, seasons Particularly in the last four So But that's, that then puts more pressure on To secure the 10 Because if you don't win the four Championships prior to that Then you're obviously Putting yourself in a prime position To actually go on And try and secure More history mm-hmm. I think most Celtic fans And you, you hear it Gordon you, you, There's a real concern With them defensively Because And I said to I said to Hugh At the last break as well You look at the The performances of Edward as well An unbelievable mm-hmm. penalty Pure classy But the two chances He's missing In, in his general room play There'll be a concern I think but, if but, you're uh, honest Gordon If you're An honest man or woman The goalkeeper's Too inexperienced and the whoever plays back three, back four, whatever, well, they're enough, not up to it. Let me stop you just because I think Jerry's on the line and I sense he's going to make a, a similar point or ask you. I mean, Paul is on Twitter at Clyde SSB. He says a quadruple treble is an unbelievable achievement. And although our nerves were shattered, I'm delighted to see the team win. However, I feel this paper's over the cracks, which the board have allowed to appear. I feel like a lot of the praise I'm seeing here on social media comes with a but or comes with a however, the, the, which the, is strange yeah. to, to think that that would happen on the back of all these trophies. But the but's about 10 in a row uh, because in that regard, the season has been poor and that's where the but's come in and you, no Celtic fan can look at the goalkeeping position and the mess that Celtic have made of the goalkeeping position and no Celtic fan can look at the defence and think, yeah, I've got confidence in them. Well, let's hear what Neil Lennon had to say about the goalkeeper, Conor Hazard. Yeah, I don't know if the occasion got them a little bit. You know, he could have dealt with the corner and the, the third goal a little bit better. Or, as I've said to him, I think he just wanted to go to penalties just to show off and be the hero. But he's, again, you know, written a little own, his own piece of history in the club. Two fantastic saves and we really needed it. You know, and um, it's only his third senior game, so, you know, it's a great achievement for him. And then Griffiths comes on and does what he does best. He's just a master goal scorer, and that's why I keep him around the place. You know, he's a rascal. You know, he can get fitter, but he, you know, he scored another really important goal for us. And you think of the 3-2, well, you know, they've, you've done the hard bit, just see this game out, and we conceded again. And you got to give Hearts a lot of credit for that as well. They're no mugs. Right, Jerry's a Celtic fan. What's your overriding emotion tonight, Jerry? Hi, Gordon. Um... A lot of screaming, uh, shouting and, and a bit of joy at the end. Um, obviously, you might know those experiences from recently, so congratulations on your, your own good news as well, recently, <laughs> Gordon. Hope mother and baby are doing well. Very different um, tears, I must say, Jerry. but thank you. I know, I know, I know. Well, that's, that's it. But can I... Yesterday, I was very happy, but I've been on since the final of game. Nothing's changed. Uh, Neil Lennon is not the man who takes Celtic forward. The defence is an absolute shambles, and it's not just... 
Shane Duffy because he wasn't playing against Sparta Prague or Milan when we lost 12 goals. It's every single player, including all the goalkeepers. I genuinely don't know how it could be so bad. We won't win the league with that defence either. It's it's really just horrible looking at it. I know a lot of your fellow Celtic fans, Jerry. I can hear it already and I can see it on Twitter saying... That you need to find more joy in what was achieved yesterday And it was a great achievement And why are you focusing on the negatives etc etc How would you respond to those? There's a lot of negatives Gordon We can't override it It's just simply there The It's a historic achievement Neil Lennon is going to be one of the immortals now Connor Hazard will be immortal Because of what he's achieved But you know, Tony Watt Scored that goal against Barcelona He's not done anything for his career since then If Conor Hazard doesn't do anything from now He'll always be a mortal But it doesn't pay for over the cracks We need a goalkeeper We need defenders We need defensive coaches I mean this is painfully obvious to everyone now And when is it going to change? Because it, it just It seems to It's been the whole season And it just keeps to going on and on And I really don't understand Why it's so bad In summary Jerry is saying what I am saying That Celtic can't overhaul Rangers with such an inexperienced goalkeeper and a defence playing as badly as they are. They have amassed some horrific statistics this season in terms of goals lost. And yesterday, the defensive performance was laughable at times. Uh, When Shane Duffy ran into uh, Christopher Julian and uh, Ginelli almost scored with his Mm -hmm. first touch of the ball... Uh, you, you think how bad can this get Celtic as things stand Have made a complete mess Of the goalkeeping situation And Neil Lennon can't trust Any of them And the defence will ultimately Cost Celtic the title But everyone's uh, saying it's just the, the defence Because collect- collectively as a team It's becoming far too easy Even when you go to Ayer Coming to right back Gordon You get turned inside out For, for I think it was the second goal And and so you put Frimpong in You put El Hamed in you put Laxal, you put Taylor. So as a collective, so the first goal was it when White, yeah, down, head down, down the, the, yeah. the left hand side, and uh, so you, you're looking at that, and then you have the goalkeeper situation. Now we've got Jerry on the line saying that you know uh, they have to bring in a new keeper, they have to bring in more defenders. Neil Lennon saying there's no quick fix, and everybody knows how difficult it is to secure that amount of players over the course of uh, the transfer window coming up. What about that other bit that you can't necessarily put your finger on, and you have your theories about? Psychology, confidence, mentality Neil Lennon keeps using the word fragile uh-huh. or, or fragility How much does does that come into it, Jerry? Because at 48 minutes, whatever it was on the clock Celtic are absolutely cruising to, to that to the Scottish Cup But it almost seems like as, as soon as they do concede Things things change drastically And then even Lee Griffiths goes and puts Celtic in front When would, when would you ever expect Celtic to get into that position And then be pegged back again? I don't know, it's just, it seems to have changed in the last year um, ever since Brendan Rodgers left and Neil came back and you know, I think that has to go on him and the coaching stuff um, can, I just, can I just make this other point, Gordon, go sure. off tangent a wee bit just on Odson Edwards' penalty yesterday mm-hmm. um, I thought it was brilliant and I want to go back to the, the one a year and a half ago he scored a penalty against uh, his lead like Slamal um, and that was a normal penalty into the corner but Slamal almost saved it yep. so maybe Edwards' thought process was, you know what I know Craig Gordon, he's a big guy, he can dive to either corner and potentially save him like he did with Christie. If I chip this down the middle, he's every chance he's not going to stay there. So I thought it was really intelligent from Edward. People like Neil McCann saying that we'd never do that in another game. Well, he did the exact same thing against Copenhagen. So you could tell Neil McCann was really bitter last night. I know he's not on your show, but 
Edward was brilliant yesterday, and I thought Gordon was really, really petty throwing the ball at him. I don't know what he was playing out there, but yeah, you're you're right. I mean, obviously, Neil McCann's not here. There's no point in in us debating it, his opinion, if you like, Hugh. But but in general, I'm assuming you don't have any problems with that type of penalty. No, uh, to call it disrespectful is daft. Um, Watson Edward is not there to protect Craig Gordon's dignity. He's there to score goals in a cup final and get Celtic over the line. Uh, what he did was an exhibition of his own skill because you know many can try it, but some can flop while trying it. So it was not disrespectful. Uh, it was not selfish. He is the main striker for Celtic, and he struck. For you, Alex? Oh, listen, I've no issues at all. It's about business. Uh, sentiment goes out the window. We spoke about that all week leading up to the game. Uh, whatever way you think is appropriate to as long as you hit the back of the net, then so be it. And uh, I was a bit petulant, but in saying that, I understand where Craig mm. Gordon's coming from. He's obviously he's been humiliated, so he's obviously kind of... Yeah, I mean, out. goalies so, tend to do that. sensitive, it, Gordon. <laughs> they're, they're an interesting breed. I, I've sort of... Imagine goalies doing that in training, Alex. Oh, and no, I, I, don't, I don't know about the Celtic connection with Craig Gordon, but... Um, it was. It seemed quite rare to see a keeper react like that in a game. But you know, yeah, Gordon, I've seen it over the years where you're going down some shooting practice yeah. and you dink the goalkeeper mm-hmm. and you chip him and, and, they and go humiliate they go mental, him. Yeah, don't they, they just get the ball and skate but, it. It's but a similar. You, but you don't usually see it in a game. No, 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 I know, not that level. Mm. Unless it was a little bit petulant, and believe me, there was uh, no. Uh, for me, it was a brilliantly executed penalty under pressure, and. No disrespect at all Jerry. thank you very much 01419511025 It's a good time to get your calls in We could be speaking to you next 01419511025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Evans and Alex Ray are here They're waiting in your calls though 01419511025 You can also tweet us as well At Clyde SSB Let's go straight back to the phones Andy is a Rangers fan on the line. What's on your mind tonight, Andy? Hi, uh, um, I actually found out about something else, but I'll, I'll go on to that next. But what I will say is the great Hugh Evans, I think, is totally wrong what you just said there in his last statement about Craig Gordon um, and uh, Edward. I think Edward, Edward was a teammate of Craig Gordon for a couple of years. Like, I'm a Rangers fan, right? So it really doesn't matter. But I've just seen the disrespect. That Edward showed Craig Gordon yesterday with that chip into the penalty, and then obviously Craig Gordon felt the same uh, after the ball at him. Um, Edward has not been in great shakes this year, and to do that yesterday, I thought it was disrespectful, and I also thought it was all about him, not about the team, not about Celtic, not about the club, but all about him. Um, and I, I just want to see what Stephen's response to that before I make my second uh, point. My there. response to that is that you're talking nonsense. The fact that they used to be teammates together is neither here nor there. It's a cup final with a quadruple treble at stake, and the fact that he tried the Penenka uh, is something that players do. And if it comes off, you look the smartest boy in the class, and if it doesn't, you look an idiot. So Odson Edward took his chances on that, and. Craig Gordon is a goalkeeper. People try to beat goalkeepers in many different ways. It's a cup final, for goodness sake, man. He's trying to help Celtic win the cup. He's got a penalty and he's scored with his penalty. It wouldn't matter if Craig Gordon was his brother. He's trying to do his best. 
for Celtic. Where do you draw that line, Andy? Then I mean, if you know, if, if a winger goes up to a fullback, double step over through his legs, and the, the fullback falls down and gets laughed at, you know, is that disrespectful? Do we start outlawing that? You're a Rangers fan. We're always winding up Gordon Diel about Kincelskis standing in the ball. Was that disrespectful? How, how long do we go on? No, really, because that's. That's part of team play. I mean, people do step overs and things like that. But one on one, people people dink people dink penalties as well. Zidane does it. Pirlo I know does that. It. I know. I know. But just obviously, Craig Gordon felt the same as I'm saying just now. You know, what mean I mean, right, though. obviously, he flung, he flung the ball. Um, he was really uh, quite upset about it. You could see him. You know, what I mean, and that's a former teammate. No, I'm not saying that oh, Edward shouldn't go up and go. I'm not going to try here. But just to do that against a former teammate, and then you're totally, you are totally. Disingenuous If a Rangers player Did it in a cup final You would be Hailing the moment So you're totally Disingenuous This is all to do With you being a Rangers fan And Celtic Winning the cup Being a Rangers fan why, why would it be Why would it, Can I ask you something to you Why would it be me Just being a Rangers fan Saying that because I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm a Rangers fan right And that's a Celtic player That's done that Against a former Celtic player So uh-huh. why me being I'm just, I'm just being a a football fan, right? I'm, I watched that yesterday, right? As a football fan, not as a Rangers fan wishing for Hearts to win a Rangers which I did. But I, 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 I well, you're becoming more fan. disingenuous by the minute. You're saying you you watched it, but you were watching it as a football fan, uh, and then you say, "But I wanted Hearts to win." Well, that's that's natural rivalry. Yeah, that's, I, I don't of mean course that. It's natural um, rivalry, but the, the, this bit about disrespect is utter claptrap. As I said earlier on, I have no qualms at all because. I would imagine that Craig Gordon th- felt as if he was going to pick a corner, Gordon. So in, in his mind, he's thinking, if I just dink this down the middle, he's most certainly going to commit. Uh, for me, there is no disrespect. It's about actually executing. Now, see if it, had, if it hadn't come off, yeah. then he would get abused for it because yeah. it's, a, it's a risky tactic to take. I'll be honest. I've clearly been naive here. When, when he did it, I, I didn't think there would be a debate. We no. we managed to make a debate out of everything, and by the way, I'm not daft enough to not, to not acknowledge that that's our currency, and that's how you know shows like this thrive on that at times. I really didn't think there was a debate about it, and I don't know why. In the sense, Hugh Odson Edward from twelve yards has got one task, and it's to try and score in whatever way he sees fit. So that I don't really. How is that disrespectful? But someone maybe rattling it with all their might, putting everything through it, cross barring in, and, and that's. That is respectful I don't really get the distinction In professional football And Alec Ray will tell you This is the case You you do Whatever you can To win Within the laws of the game And Odson Edward Did that yesterday And I thought that Craig Gordon Should not have shown His displeasure As visibly As he did You can bide your time And he had his time In the penalty shootout You know If you defy Celtic and you stop them from winning the cup, then you've had your revenge and then some. But what Odson Edward did was a perfectly legitimate attempt to score a goal. And if it had not come off for him, Neil Lennon would have been outraged by it. But it did come off. And that's the end of the story. Andy, what about your own team? Let's shift focus to league business. What did you make of that at the weekend? Uh, I was biting my nails I've only nails left After 73 minutes And then scored I mean, I'll be honest with you You know uh, Murrowell To be honest with you I know you're a Murrowell supporter Gordon right But a five-five-zero Formation In the Scottish Premiership Against uh, it's, it's embarrassing It's a bit embarrassing I mean Craig Levine done that With Scotland And he's never going to get a job again After The only reason to get a job at Hearts Is because of Anne Budge But 
um, he'll never get a job in football again because what he's done was wrong. That that, that's, an inc- that's an incredible leap, Andy. Craig Levine got a lot of criticism, and, and understandably, but he's not not going to get a job because he one time played four six zero. You've completely made that bit up. No, no, that remains to be seen. If Craig Levine gets a top flight job again, right after, yeah, but, after but if he done. doesn't, it won't be because he played four six zero all those years ago. Yeah, well, I, 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 I agree to differ, right? But anyway, what my point was, right, I'm, I'm going to congratulate Celtic on winning the, the, the quadruple treble against a championship team in the last mass, the last gasp penalty shootout against a championship club, which is Hearts, right? All but name, everybody keeps saying it's all but name, they're a, a premiership team, but they were put down unlawfully last year and all that, but they're still a championship team, so... What, I'm, what I will say is all roads now lead to Ibrooks on the 2nd of January, right? And if Celtic go with that defensive unit at Ibrooks, right, what are Rangers are having a wee wobble, I know, which they are, because they get put out of the cup on, in, in, in Paisley, and then, as I say, against Motherwell, but they still came uh, to the fore against Motherwell. Rangers will take a bucket load off a of Celtic at Ibrooks, um, and the league will then be over. So, it's no 10 in a row Because Rangers Celtic were handed the, the title last year So it's 9 in a row We're covering an awful yeah, lot of ground Going back, go, go back to his <laughs> point the, the about, bingo card is out Going back to his point about um, the, the two banks of five Gordon and Motherwell I said at the weekend uh, I have no objections about how someone sets up a team It's down to Rangers to actually break that down Stephen Gerrard says it was a new experience for his players Because he hadn't encountered that in two and a half years He overcame that For me that's more of a positive Rather than worry yeah, about yeah. the opposition Yeah, yeah because the, Hugh the thing is Andy referenced me being from that part of the world um, I'm not sure I would stretch to embarrassing It's certainly not ideal It's certainly not, not what you want to see But y- you're then left with Perhaps a decision Andy used the word embarrassing Say Motherwell hadn't set up like that And lost five, six, seven, eight As we've seen this season uh-huh. Would that be more embarrassing? Again, Andy wants the world to to do him a favour. He doesn't want Celtic players doing cheeky things in a cup final. He doesn't want Motherwell coming to look after Motherwell at Ibrooks, and that's what Stephen Robinson was doing. He's looking after Motherwell. It's up to complimenting Rangers at the same time, by the way, because yeah, if, he, course, if yeah. he didn't, if he didn't fear the outcome so much, then he wouldn't have done it. Yeah, and Stephen Gerrard didn't come out and complain about the way that they had set up. He just referred to it as a different challenge, mm-hmm. uh, and. It's a challenge that they rose to And rose to very well They've scored three goals I mean At the end of the day The roof did fall in On Stephen Robinson And that's the risk you take If you're going to attempt To stonewall Rangers For 90 minutes That's the risk you run And the roof did cave in eventually I think anyone would try and and replicate it, Alex, because like yeah. we said, it's it's clearly not ideal. It's not it's not the type of football you actively set out when when you fall in love with the game. You won't get you won't get me denying yeah. that. But the, the fact is, it's probably as close as Rangers have, have come to dropping points at Ibrox this season. Yeah. That that's how good they've been. Gordon, no matter what way you shape up against Rangers, particularly Ibrox, I think that was the first goal that he conceded. Uh, and it's all about the game plan because I, I, the saving grace for me for Motherwell was that they got that early goal because. If you have to weather that kind of continuous barrage of attack after attack with that personnel, I think 10 out of 10 you're going to lose because of that. But the goal gave them that lifeline. It gave them that kind of little yard. 
And I, th- I thought Rangers done brilliant to overcome it because it takes character to get a result like yeah, that. Of course. Incidentally, is the great Hugh Keevans going to be my nickname now on the mm. show? Since Andy has christened me that way. You've been called many things, I must admit. That's a new one. Thank you, Andy. It's time for this. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Beat the pundit time, your chance to win a signed ball, but only if you can get one over on Hugh Keevans or Alex Ray. 0141 951 1025. Get more questions, write them them, and the ball is yours. You need to be quick though. Lines close at 7. Tackle the headlines. 0141 Played one super scoreboard Alex Ray and Hugh Evans are here Plenty of time to get your calls in We're here until 8 o'clock Looking back on the Scottish Cup final And the big talking points from league duty over the weekend We're about to hear from the Rangers boss Stephen Gerrard Let's do this first though Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk slash football Ah, love a new week on Beat the Pundit You just never know what's going to lie ahead Is it going to be a whitewash uh, for the pundits Or maybe the listeners can cause a few upsets Gordon DL lost 1-0 on Thursday night by all accounts I, was, I wasn't here and I'm really sad that I missed it So let's see what we've got this weekend This week Milo is on from Greenock tonight as a Rangers fan Hi Milo Hi How are you doing, you okay? I'm good, thanks Good man, you ever played before? No, no You up for it tonight? Fancy your chances? Ah, well, I did mention to you on Twitter I was fancying my chances And you told me to get a go So I'm going to get a go There we go I don't want people thinking I set this up for you, Milo People will be thinking no, I put no, you through deliberately Producer Chris no, is no. dealing with A large volume of calls Anyway, I'm only kidding Right, heads You're going to be up against Hugh Keevans And tails It will be Alex Ray And it is tails Alex against Milo in Greenock So I'll give Alex Clyde 2 to listen to Just for a second So that he can't hear you Milo, 30 seconds on the clock You're head to head with Alex And you can Pass, that's all you need to know You ready? Yeah Good man, let's get stuck in 30 seconds on the clock And your time starts now Who scored Celtic's first penalty in the shootout yesterday? Lee Griffith How many times has Craig Gordon won the Scottish Cup? Three Who are the only side to score two goals against Rangers in the Premiership this season? Pass Which team did John Hughes win promotion to the Scottish top flight in 2006? Falkirk Who was announced as FIFA Men's Player of the Year on Friday? Lewandowski Before Celtic, who were the last team to win the Scottish Cup on penalties? Pass Okay, let's bring Alex Ray back Alex, can you hear us? Yes Same set of questions to you 30 seconds on the clock Your time starts now Who scored Celtic's first penalty in the shootout yesterday? Edward How many times has Craig Gordon won the Scottish Cup? Eight who are the only side to score two goals against Rangers in the Premiership this season? Uh, pass. With which team did John Hughes win promotion to the Scottish top flight in 06? Inverness. Who was announced as FIFA Men's Player of the Year on Friday? Uh, pass. Before Celtic, who were the last team to win the Scottish Cup on penalties? Ross County. Who are Chelsea playing tonight? West Ham. Okay. okay I'm desperate, man. Okay. <laughs> I was having a good dance, I know. What a dusky it was. Jesus, Johnny. Uh, Milo, how do you think that went? Uh, I, I think he's beat me. 
I don't think so son Believe me I think you had him I think you had him worried there And uh, let's go through them And find out Who scored Celtic's first penalty In the shootout So you dived in Before I, I said shootout So Lee it was Griffiths yeah. Not Edward Milo got it 1-0 How many times I just laughed at this Because it's, it's possible But the answer's three And you said eight So you, you've done Craig Gordon A massive favour uh, There you've added five on uh, Milo got it Was that a guess Milo? No, no. Oh, he knows his stuff, this guy. 2 0 to Milo. Who are the only side to score two goals against Rangers in the Premiership this season? Both Rangers men, though. And none of you got it, so life left in it yet. Hibbs. Uh, with which team did John Hughes win promotion to the top flight in 06? It's Falkirk. Right, okay. Uh, Milo got it 3 0. Oh, who was announced as FIFA Men's Player of the Year on Friday? Lewandowski. Milo got it 4 0. What are we witnessing here? It's a massacre. Of Alex Ray Before Celtic Who were the last team To win the Scottish Cup On penalties I, I mentioned it yesterday Let's see if you uh, listen Immediate hearts Hearts Against Gretna uh, So what are we 4-0 Milo Yes Who are Chelsea Playing tonight Milo didn't get that far Alex did Did you guess that one No I, I heard David Moyes Talking earlier on Yeah you got that right How lucky are you Almost a zero Because you, you never Live down a zero But we let you Live down a one It wasn't enough Milo was in great form Well done Milo He got four And the signed ball Is on its way to Greenock Well done Milo Hey thank you so much guys Good man Take care That was Milo In Greenock See when you know That it's going so badly Like that Do you at least just Is there a wee sigh of relief That it's not a zero Because that's a club That nobody wants to join Yeah true enough no, Every it's, cloud. It's, no, no, listen, I take it as a bad defeat. As you Every know. cloud. Right, thank you to Milo. 01419511025. It was always going to be linked this week, Hugh, but we've spoken about the Scottish Cup and we will do again before the end of the show, no doubt about it. Um, but what it, what it did do is allow Rangers to, to play again oh. and get more points on the board. Hmm. And I've, I've yet to hear any. Anyone offer a theory Other than Points on the board Are better than games in hand I think we all Acknowledge that Absolutely um, so, so that's what it does Great achievement for Celtic yesterday Well done to them Congratulations But even more pressure now Because it's another game to, to catch up Is that fair? Without doubt um, And the pressure begins With Ross County You know Celtic have had two hours worth And then penalties At Hamden uh, I know Ross County Are bottom of the table I know it's John Hughes First match as manager You have to be Careful that the players don't get an, a lift from John Hughes coming in. They've already beaten Celtic two weeks ago, Ross County, at Celtic Park. So the pressure kicks in with Ross County, then it goes to uh, Hamilton Ackies on Boxing Day at Hamilton. Uh, always a difficult place. Uh, and then Dundee United. But for me, it's a straightforward equation. If Celtic lose to Rangers at Ibrox on the mm. 2nd of January... It's all over I mean, The previous Rangers fan we had on And many like them on Twitter Alex sort of um, Bemoaning Motherwell's tactics If you like Didn't like the The two banks of five They get the feeling that Stephen Gerrard Will be more happy about The Passing the test And talking about Maybe the character And, and, and that points Total that we mentioned Yeah with, Without doubt I think the fact that they get to 10 uh, Wins in a row in the league Gordon just kind of Continues on that run Um it was a challenge There's no two ways about it Mother will get the early goal I think that gave them the impetus To kind of dig in You know they were resolute They tried to have a couple of forays Up the pitch Particularly in the first half But when you're against a team That is constantly attacking Wave after wave It becomes so difficult And all you need is someone To switch off And it came with McGabby Who should should have dealt with it easily Gordon And then what happens there is the, the momentum totally sways against them And then Rangers got very comfortable at the end Let's bring in John in Canvas Lang And see what he took away from that game at the weekend Hi John Hi, excuse me panel uh, 
first of all, congratulations to yourself, Gordon, and the birth of your kid. Thank you very much. And I'm in here for a rest now, John. That's the way it works. <laughs> this is where I get downtime. Yeah, all, all the years ago when my kid was born, I remember Scotland beat France. And uh, I remember being on the phone in, and I didn't think I could be happier when McFadden scored that goal. <laughs> so enjoy it. I'll, I'll my try my best. Now, so she, it's a bit of a different Christmas. I mean, but. Uh. Uh, on to my point about Rangers it just looked like a different team on Saturday I've no problem with teams coming and playing 10 men behind the ball because we've got to break these teams down now uh, Rangers done it years ago against Barcelona for not each and Messi called it anti-football but you've got to play your strengths and Murray will come to Ibrox and they open up it's 4-5-6 because that's what happened that's what's happened in the last couple of years when we played more well. So you played your strengths, but I felt it was a different, uh, a different Rangers on Saturday. We were more composed. First half we weren't great. Tavernier probably had one his uh, his worst game of the season. His crossing was not great, but in general we showed our character. We kept going. We made the right substitutions. And Stephen Gerrard's first uh, manager's job. So he's learning every time. Uh, he got the wanted after the game Wednesday which I was a cutted way but you're going to lose one you've got to learn for it because I'd read a statistic that after every game of loss we'll know one the next league game so mm. that's that's the difference there and I feel Rangers this season are completely different but we're still not one in it yet so time will tell and I don't know what the panel think Yeah Hugh did, did Rangers answer questions about bottle or Without mentality doubt. or anything the weekend? Without doubt You've gone a goal behind very early in the match. You've gone to half time. You're still a goal behind. Uh, there are twenty minutes to go. You're still a goal behind. Uh, so you're under great strain, and they have risen to the challenge. They've scored three times. Uh, the, the stat that uh, that John mentions about after cup defeats, Rangers always lost the next league game. I think always failed to win. Certainly, I can't yeah, remember if they were all yeah. defeats, but always failed that, to win. That was true of Stephen Gerrard's first season. And true of Steven Gerrard's second season But in Steven Gerrard's third season This is a better Rangers team Better in terms of the depth of choice Better in terms of the quality Better in terms of the striking options Not about Alfredo Morelos anymore It's about other players The top goal scorers are full back for heaven's sake So uh, They rose to the challenge They are the overwhelming favourites uh, to win the league And I repeat If they beat Celtic At Ibrooks, I think The Celtic supporters Would concede They're not coming back From that Because Alex 73 minutes Or whatever it was 72 yeah. minutes on the clock Goalless Clearly knocking at the door And, and dominating the game But not Not battering it down Absolutely You know Muddle goalkeeper's not as if he's, he's hanging on for dear life Hot on the heels of that Defeat in Paisley Those players would have been All too aware that yeah. Whilst failing to win I'm not saying it would have Undone all their good work At the start of the season But it would have certainly Put a different spin On the, the narrative complexion. That's with, surround, surrounding Rangers So to, to to keep composed And, and keep chipping away and, and then come through the test Does that Does that suggest to you That they are A, a, a different beast yeah. this season? Yeah but without doubt I think the way they've responded The the way they've controlled games Gordon Now I agree with John I don't think they were A free flowing best I think I've mentioned several times The importance of Strength and depth This is what Rangers have this year They bring on Itton They bring on Hadji Hadji Creates the goal for Itton And then they have Bring on Rebo Who creates a goal for Roof For the third goal So the, the The fringe players are impacting the game Gordon When it's not going your way 
And that can only bode uh, confidence throughout the, the squad and the team How key was that? Because I think we've had Rangers fans on this show criticising sometimes Stephen Gerrard for maybe taking a bit too long yeah. To make substitutions Arebo came on at half time I think didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, then Hadji and Eaton afterwards How big a part did those changes Make Gordon, they were pivotal. Uh, they, they they were different uh, challenges. I, I was screaming for uh, Cedric Itton because I feel as if he would have occupied the centre halves, which which have freed up. Had you picked up some really intelligent areas as well. Joe Rebo is an enigma when he's driving into the box. He has kind of really terrific close control. Uh, so I, for me, it was a really positive day for the for the bench. Uh, the guys made a real big impact. And it continues to keep going in the right direction for Rangers. All right, thank you to John in Cambus Lang. Let's bring in Scott in Kirkintilla and see what he's thinking as a Rangers fan tonight. Hi, Scott. Hi, panel. How are you all doing? All right. Oh, well, good, Scott. What's your point? Uh, I, I've got two points. My first point is about the, the game against Motherwell on Saturday. I, I don't have a problem, the same as what the other guy says about the, the park and the bus, because I have a different uh, uh, look on it. If, if teams want to come and park the bus, for me, it means that they're, they're less likely to be up the other end. And in the last couple of games, I don't think we've been as good in defence either, although the stats are a bit different. So if teams want to come to us, whether we play home or away and sit, uh, park the bus, we've got to break them down. So I'm, I'm less stressful actually watching it because if they're not up the other end, it's a different feeling. Um, the, the other thing I wanted to say, it's probably just a, a wee trivial thing here, was... Rangers fans come on and say Motherwell were embarrassing I'll tell you what was embarrassing Rangers fans no realising that a game lasts for 90 minutes because some of the comments that I've seen uh, the 45 at the half time whistle because we weren't because we weren't a level and, and because we couldn't break through them was absolutely embarrassing uh, to, as a Rangers supporter there, there's some Rangers supporters out there who really need to get a grip a game lasts for 90 minutes Is that not just born out of circumstance yeah. Hugh and where uh, where Rangers are at They've had so much praise Maybe a fear that it was Going to fall apart After yeah. the game in Paisley 10 and all the rest of it I, I, I remember the caller On Saturday night And I said to him at the time Just because you've been Inconvenienced By feeling stressed When are Rangers going to equalise When are Rangers going to get a winner That doesn't mean to say That Motherwell are embarrassing And it doesn't mean to say That you cannot go And protect your club At Ibrooks. Uh, so I think Scott makes a, a perfectly valid series of points there That in actual fact The day ended on a very positive note for Rangers Because they simply accepted The way Motherwell were uh, laid out on the park And they overcame Motherwell And it, it, it were a very positive afternoon And Scott's right about the yeah. other end that, That's the problem if you're Stephen Robinson, Alex it, it didn't work, they lost the game It worked up to a point They pushed Rangers closer than anyone yeah. has at Ibrooks. But, but they lost the game because they didn't have an out ball. They did the, the first part, of course, but, but, but didn't really have an out ball. And, and Scott makes a, a fair point about what was then going to endanger Rangers at the other of end. Of course, and, and it's absolutely right, Gordon, because when you don't have an out ball, it's extremely difficult to camp in for so long. And Gordon, even if you do have an out, an out ball, the amount of times that Rangers have large 70%, 75% possession, even with one striker, so what was it, 82% of the weekend, it just creates more and more wave after wave. And it is brutal to play against. And once you, you obviously go level, then it, then they caved in towards the end. Scott, that was a unique test. That's not really like anything that we've seen. I mean, listen, sitting in against Rangers at Ibrox is nothing new. Motherwell maybe just cranked it up a notch. Does that fill you with, with confidence that this season can be different and these types of challenges can be overcome in a way that perhaps they, they weren't in seasons gone by? 
No, absolutely. If you if you look at when the changes actually happened, they happened when the when the, the more creative players came through, i.e. Hadji, um, Aribo, and then, well, not so much Eden, but he did score the winner when you look at it. So was the difference being the quality of the substitutes that came on, whereas in the, the past couple of seasons we haven't had them. Um, just one other point I wanted to make was, as, as a range support, I've got to say, watching that cup final yesterday, obviously, um, I've got to say it was a, a good advert for Scottish football. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, and I, but I wanted to give you a shout out for the boy Kingsley that nobody's mentioned mm-hmm. um, because it could have been so different. And I know what it's like myself, the, the only level that I played myself, you miss my penalty, you don't sleep for days. I hope the boy takes the positives out of it because if it wasn't for him, they wouldn't have got into the penalties in the first place for the contribution he gave to the game. So I hope he's not hurting too much and overthinking because he did take a bad penalty. And if you, if you, if you, if you probably looks at it now, 99 times out of 100, he'd have probably ran up to that ball in a different way. I, th- I think he was very nervous and that's what cost him missing the goal. It's nice of you to say because Stephen Kingsley's been on Twitter just in the last 40 minutes. Can't begin to describe how gutted I am with how things mm-hmm. ended. I'm so proud of the lads. Couldn't have given any more. Thank you you know, for the messages of support. Um, whenever there's glory, yeah. Hugh, there's, yeah. there's someone who on the other end of it who is not to blame but who can, contributes to the downfall. I remember Gordon DL's famous day at Ibrooks when uh, Wraith Rovers beat Celtic and Paul McStay missed the Celtic penalty. And I remember speaking to Tommy Burns the day after and he said that Paul McStay had been in his office in tears for 40 minutes after the game. And he said that's how much it hurts players. Absolutely. Uh, so, you know, a lot of tears about on the park at uh, Hamden yesterday after the final whistle, Craig Halkett in particular. Uh, Hearts put an awful lot into it They were one half of A final that will live In the memory for a long long time It was sensational uh, And that's the nature of football Yeah you have to feel for the young man gone Because he did, he had a, a, an excellent uh, Game overall I think he was a man in match By the, 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 the chap that was kind of calling it And it is, it's brutal Hugh I've missed penalties over the course mm. of my career It does, you can sleep at night And because of the importance of it You know, but what, the one thing I can say from him is He'll get character from it You know, from his actual overall performance mm. uh, Thank you very much That was Scott in Kirk and Tillock You can get in touch with us 01419511025 If you would rather tweet Then you can do that as well You'll find us over there At Clyde SSB We're going to take more of your calls I can see more On the Scottish Cup final yesterday So I'm sure we'll get to them And Managerial changes In the Scottish Premiership We'll talk about them next as well Taking your calls On Scottish football 0141 951 1025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Keevans and Alex Ray Are here We're about to speak to John and Royston Who's a very happy Celtic fan After yesterday's Scottish Cup final However You've got a full time teaser To tackle And oh. it's been sent in tonight By Mikey That's the beauty Of the full time teaser You guys send the questions in and we ruined the pundits evening by highlighting just how daft they are, basically. That, that's it in a nutshell. Uh, Mikey tonight wants to know, can you name, since the 2000 Scottish Cup final, 10 players have scored for the winning side, but are uncapped at senior international level? Now, what I'll say, there are five old firm and there are five non-old firm. Let's put, we'll give you the five old firm ones and we'll see how you get on. That's my polite way of saying I think the 10 might be beyond you so the, <laughs> Knowing you as I do They've scored the winning goal But they're uncapped So hold on Since 2000 10 players have scored For the winning side In a uh-huh. Scottish Cup final But are uncapped At senior international level Let's I'll give you the five old firm right 
And we'll see how you get on If you get them We'll do some bonus ones at the end Just you concentrate on the five old firm ones Because I don't think you've got it in you Quite frankly So you, you John This Brown? is for any country Yeah Yeah Uncapped at international level But they've scored for the winning side In a Scottish Cup final Since 2000 Jean-Joël Pierre Dumbe No Oh was it, did Bomber Brown He wasn't capped was uh, it? But he's not one No right okay Um Oh, for him. Uh, Nacho Novo. Yes. Well there you done. go, Shoggy. We're up and running. 2009. Scored against Falkirk, uncapped for Spain. Now, you shouldn't need me to tell you this, but maybe think about big footballing nations. So these guys might have been quite good, yes. but, but oh. fall short of mm. of getting capped. So, what are we looking at? Italians, Shog. There must have been an Italian somewhere. Here's another Spanish. clue. Uh-huh. Why don't you start yesterday? Right. <laughs> Edward. Hi. Thank you It seems like the obvious place To start oh, to everybody just, just Apart from you two Right Odson Edward And what was the other one You gave us Nacho Novo So of I've the two. So you've only got Three to go Of the old firm ones And, and then we'll, we'll see if you, We'll test you On the more difficult ones We've got some managerial changes yes. In the Premiership John Hughes And David Martindale We'll look at them In just a second Let's take another call First though From John In Royston Hi John Hi, how you doing guys, you alright? Not bad John, I feel like every comment we've had from a Celtic fan so far on Twitter or on the phones John has been delighted with yesterday But, you know, not so sure about going forward or whatever, how are you feeling? Uh, I absolutely ecstatic about yesterday getting that across that line, uh, the quadruple treble uh, I personally think it's been a big monkey that's been on our back What a pressure we are uh, well, Obviously that's off the back now, so going forward I hope that we can uh, tune into the first half performance yesterday. Over a minute with that, it was like watching Celtic of old, but then it was like an implosion at half time. Don't know what happened. We came out, uh, had to get back into the game, and just I, I just don't know what happened. What happened, to my way of thinking, John, Hart scored so early, it spooked Celtic. The goalkeeper, having only his third first team game, I think was a nervous wreck And over the 120 minutes He remained a nervous wreck And at least he had the courage To stand up to the challenge of the penalty shootout And he is now part of the story of that day And you know he's got a winner's medal Which he'll treasure for the rest of his life But at the back Celtic are simply not good enough the Connor Hazard Good luck to the young man But right now he should never be in the first team Bain isn't up to it in the first team And Barkas has been found to be a waste of money that, So right away um, you've got a major problem there That said though Alex Is there any way You know football's funny It can it can, it can flip on big moments yeah. He saved two penalties that have won Celtic a Scottish Cup Might that be Might there be a springboard? Uh, or possibly Gordon It was a very difficult situation to put the boy in anyway Having only played two games And uh, you know He didn't cover his selling glory In, in reg- regulation time But the two saves have obviously given confidence To win a, a a medal after three games is brilliant. But going back to jo- going back to John's point there about in terms of he's right. There's a vulnerability now. Neil Neil often says about you know they have to kind of uh, get. There's no quick fix, and the evidence that I've seen over the last couple of months, even if we go back to when they were actually winning games, here the, oh. the performances were not great. Now I, I agree with John. Yesterday, the first half they were excellent, but it, it, they're, they're playing in spells. They're not actually dominating games for for large spells. And once it comes up on top. That vulnerability is so evident, you know, the confidence mm. throughout the squad. And that would be a concern. I'm not sure that winning yesterday 
cures that Gordon Now we had a caller on earlier on Talking about uh, You know the coaches uh, John Kennedy's been there For numerous uh, Different backlines And he would be working On a regular basis It's something fundamentally wrong That they can't keep I think it's uh, one clean sheet you, If you've got an inexperienced Goalkeeper mm. like Connor Hazard He needs protecting But Julian Ayer And Duffy can't protect them because they're too busy trying to look after their own game. What about John's and John's an issue? Can on you go, John? Yes, yes, on you go. Situation. Sure. Uh-huh. Sorry, just obviously, Connor Hazard. Right? Yeah, I totally agree. Young guy shouldn't have been near the first team now. But you know what? Yesterday, Julian and Duffy collide. Uh, they let the boy. I think it was Janelli through. Yeah. And and a one on one. And the boy, the boy put off a, a, a really good save. Now that could have cost us the cup. That you know, I'm going to give a wee boy a, cre- a bit of credit mm-hmm. there. Uh, I think the three goals that Hearts scored, uh, we'll not talk about the one I think was impeded. I think you've covered that earlier on. Uh, but I think he could have done better, you know, at the third one. The first one, I don't think he had a chance at. Uh, but I just, I just want to say, you know, the, the boy's been put in, in at a deep end, uh, and that's it. As for Edwards' penalty, class, you know, it's a dink, it's a cup final, as Alex quite rightly said earlier on. Uh, you're there to win a game, regardless who's. Standing in that line Try to stop it getting Yeah I think the guys are, I think the guys are Very much in agreement On that well, Back to John's first point Hugh Because I didn't get oh. Your thoughts on it About I think he called it Kind of monkey off the back Type thing The unique nature Of, of where we're at And that December Cup final did, did that bring its own Different type of pressure For instance Had yesterday not gone to plan Can you imagine The, the build up To that game at Ibrox The pressure on Neil oh, Lennon yeah. The criticism Towards the team it's usually It's at the end of the season And even if you lose it Everybody goes on their summer holidays And it uh-huh. feels a little bit different Can, it, Do you see that side of it? It's wonderful For Celtic supporters Wonderful for Neil Lennon It's Folklore time Neil Lennon Is now enshrined In Celtic history uh, But It alters Nothing In terms of This season And what Celtic want to do Europe has been awful the league progress has not been good enough and I fail to see how Celtic can eat into the lead that Rangers have over them when defensively they are so likely to give games away. Let's hear from Connor Hazard, shall we? Hang on the line, John, and I'll bring you back in. Oh, I'm delighted. Absolutely delighted. It's a crazy night now. Oh, listen, the goals we could have stopped. Um, I think we're at the end of the day, we're just delighted with the result and the momentous occasion. Me and Moody worked very hard on it before the game, done a lot of work on it, so look, at the end of the day it paid off, so couldn't be happier. I don't think it's sunk in yet, I think it's been a crazy week and a half now. Three weeks ago I would never have pictured this moment now, so no, I'm just taking, each, taking it in my stride and taking each day as it comes. You don't want to know what's going through my mind at that point. I think I was quite angry now, but look, at the end of the day it's all about trying to bounce back and trying to get your composure back as quick as possible, um, which at the end of the day, thank God I did. And what a story within the game John for him it, it will live long in the memory Going forward then John What's your own take on it Do you think those penalties Can be the springboard for him And he, he stays in the Celtic team Are you comfortable with that Or Is that still a situation That needs addressed Particularly with Ibrox On the horizon I'm not, I'm not comfortable With the goalkeeping situation at all I don't think many Celtic supporters are uh, I think we need to You know Look back Somebody The out of Fraser Forster uh, He'd be a great guy To bring back But you know, somebody, somebody of that calibre anyway. Uh, just finally, guys, sorry, I'm taking a wee bit of time here. Uh, a wee bit of credit to Hearts for making a game out yesterday. Mm-hmm. Absolutely fantastic. They, they came at us 
uh, as most teams have done recently because they know that we've, we've been playing championship club but a lot of the Rangers fans coming on you know saying oh Celtic championship club struggled that championship club knocked Rangers out of the cup as well this cup they knocked yeah. Rangers out one nothing so let's let's a wee bit of credit there finally guys uh, can you give a shout out to my son Jonathan he's going to London uh, tomorrow to start a new career and I would just love to wish oh, him all the best good luck John. good stuff Jonathan hold that works see out just quickly before the, the Fraser Foster situation because obviously that's a big hope for mm. uh, Celtic fans to come back in January Gordon ain't going to happen before no, Ibrox though is yeah, it I mean, no, 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 but no. I'm, just, I'm just trying to kind of get a flavour I was chanting someone today the boy Gunn who is uh, a Southampton player mm-hmm. is now on loan for a season at Stoke and Fraser Foster is effectively number two here so oh. unless Southampton get a goalkeeper in Fraser Foster's Listen, not going anywhere if, if Rangers beat Celtic On the 2nd of January It's too late anyway Because the league Will have gone by then And it'll be up to The Celtic hierarchy To decide whether They are willing To spend any money On anyone If they uh, Privately feel That the league's gone You know sometimes It's okay To just Hold your hands up And admit that you've had A nightmare and that's what I'm doing tonight, right? That's what I'm going to do. It's okay, I had an exactly. Don't worry yeah, about it. People, welcome to the club. In the age of making excuses and blaming other people, oh, I well, I, I will blame someone. I'll blame someone who's five days old, right? My head was clearly all over the place a little bit last week, um, as many of you will know. Um, this question's been used on the teaser. Mikey's informed <laughs> me that Gordon DL and Mark Wilson tackled this on Thursday. So for regular listeners who are. Bored of hearing the same question twice in the space of a few days Accept my humble apologies And just know that last Thursday when that question was on I was doing something very, very different to this And I hope you'll let me off with it I'm trying to think what I was doing Since I didn't hear it Remember Clearly it. So we'll get back to it My apologies Listen And, and you It's, it's okay father, we, we, don't, we still don't know Baby brain is for the mother isn't it Fa- Fathers don't get baby brain I don't think I don't think I can pl- Play that card But anyway Something along those lines Thank you to John and Royston on the line um, Managerial changes Two in yes. one day Yeah Hugh Keevans Pick one to go for first David okay. Martindale <laughs> uh, David Martindale Is quite a story yep. And he has Been very honest today In what he's had to say About uh, the life that he has led uh, Which uh, as everyone knows It's a matter of public record He he was in prison uh, Now I believe in rehabilitation I believe in second chances I believe that a man Pays his debt to society And should be allowed to continue With his life And reorganise his life And move in a different direction And I believe that uh, David Martindale Has done that off the park and is now getting the chance to do it on the park. It's his first managerial appointment. He's played two League Cup ties and two league matches, and he's won all four. So I believe that we should congratulate him and now see where life takes him. Without doubt, I'm all for second chances as well, Gordon. He's paid his uh, dues, and uh, he does a hell of a lot behind the scenes there. Uh, I actually quite like I actually quite like the character that he is. He, you know, he's he's got a good relationship with the players. Hughes mentioned it: three wins in the league, one uh, mm. a, a cup game as well. And I think it's great that he's actually get this opportunity. I hope he does well between now and the summer. He passed the audition, Hugh. You mentioned uh-huh. it the four games. He's been appointed till the end of the season. Is yeah. what do you read into that? Is, is that testing the waters on the on the basis that, that there is a character who who comes with a past or? Yeah. Is that not is that not part of the I, thinking? I'm, I'm not concerned Or the club I don't think Are concerned with the past They're concerned with the present And can he maintain 
the good work that he has started uh, and can he put Livingston into a, a good league position um, so I think they, as employers and as the people who run the club they are entitled to say right okay he has the job with our blessing until the end of the season and then we'll review the situation clearly if he's successful at the end of the season he continues yes and as far as stories go what about Stuart Kettlewell Hugh this is mm. Stuart Kettlewell's post-match interview here five o'clock on Saturday's show I just wanted to front you up I've always done that for yeah. day one so that's the situation listen I've, everybody knows I've got a brilliant relationship with the chairman and with the football club with everybody here cleaners kit women everybody groundsmen um, so that's the situation it's a sore one of course it is I want to fight and I want to scrap and do the best I possibly can for the football club I've done that for a long period of time but listen results aren't good enough and we find ourselves bottom of the table and, and being cut adrift a little bit off the back of the result today um, so uh, I understand football I understand there's no ill feeling for me towards the football club or to the chairman I'm thankful for the opportunity um, there's been a lot of high points of course there has um, but I've just said there that's something for speaking about on another day it's obviously a bad day for me personally it's a bad day for the football club um, and I genuinely wish every success to the football club moving forward and where we go next and, and hopefully somebody can get a tune out of this group of players to see if we can get ourselves back in uh, in a situation where we're not sitting at the foot of the table Quite incredible Hugh And if it wasn't You know Ross County Not one of our bigger clubs And for us in, in Glasgow In the West we, We've got the geographical thing But that that's that's an incredible Turn of events Joe yeah. Kettlewell is sacked At full time Comes into the media And says by the way I've just been sacked And I want to front up I want to speak to you about it And now I'm going to go And tell my players You know The man has not committed a crime He's had bad results At a football club And he's been man enough to say Yeah I can understand why they've decided to let me go And Roy McGregor The owner of Ross County Has said to him Look have two or three weeks off Because he like you Gordon is just a, a baby uh, And Take some time off and think about it And there's a job at Ross County for him He'd need to go back and teach the academy kids But Roy McGregor's saying There's a job here for him So he did not commit a crime he simply had a bad run at a football team And in a season of remarkable stories He takes Ross County to Celtic Park They become the first team for four years To beat Celtic in a cup tie yeah. And he gets the sack two weeks later And he says finally there Alex I just hope someone can get a tune um, Out of these players And that man is John Hughes yep. he, what he's, a character. he's been involved in the Highlands before And it's Ross County this time yeah, it's an opportunity for John to get back into the game. You know, he's uh, got a good philosophy in the game. He tries to play the game in the right manner. However, he needs to get results quickly. And uh, just going back to Kettlewell there, uh, quickly, Gordon, I thought with him fronting up there showed real character. And I think that's one of the reasons why Roy McGregor wants to keep him about the club. But Big Yogi has got a job in his hands. He certainly does, right? 01419511025. Still loads of time to get your calls in, whether it's on those managerial appointments, the Scottish Cup final, uh, Rangers doing good things at the top of the Premiership. What about St Mirren's run of form? St Mirren fans, where are you? Uh, let me talk to you about something very important first, though. Cash for Kids Mission Christmas. Really just a thank you from us If you've donated to Clyde One's Cash for Kids Mission Christmas appeal this year A massive, massive thank you From me, from Hugh Keevans, from Alex Ray From everyone here We cannot thank you enough Unfortunately for thousands and thousands of children Across Glasgow and the West 
Christmas is just another day Absolutely nothing remarkable about it at all And with your help We're trying to make a difference We're in the process of getting Your much needed donations out To the most vulnerable families In our communities But there is still time to donate If you go to Clyde1.com You can click on appeal And just give whatever you can I know it's tough times But rest assured that we can always Make Christmas just a little bit different for children We're not talking anything magical or extravagant We just want to make it different If you want to ensure your donation does help a child This Christmas Help the Mission Christmas uh, Appeal with J&D Pierce to donate Whatever you can Go to Clyde1.com and click on appeal Number one for football in Glasgow and the West 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard We're into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard We've got Brendan I think on the line We're about to speak to him 0141 You two have got some work to do Present. On this teaser uh, Mikey says since 2000 10 players have scored for the winning side In a Scottish Cup final But are uncapped at senior international level I've just made it easier for you I'm just giving you the five Old firm ones John Daly And we'll see how we get on You've got Nacho Novo And Odson Edward John Daly No Hooper no. Yes Well done Gary Hooper scored for Celtic In a 3-0 win against Hibs And of course Never been capped by England So you've got two to get And then we'll maybe get on To the harder ones I'm redeeming myself here innit? Yeah. yeah Shocker early doors Something like that that's, okay. that's why I'm letting you carry on <laughs> We're struggling Okay Again maybe think Big footballing nations So yeah. you've got Edward's very good But he's not Cut through to the France team yet Nacho Novo Was a good goal scorer But yes. not good enough for Spain I'm, Yeah I'm just trying so to think of What other big footballing nations might uh, You'd have to say Italy uh, Vinoli No uh, Now you're on the right track uh, Amoruso Yes Amoruso scored the winner In the 3 final Against Dundee Yes I Dundee. remember it well there we go. So you've only got one left of the, the old firm ones oh. and then I'll, I'll maybe see how you get on uh, with the tricky ones. Uh, still time for your calls on tonight's show. Let's bring in Brendan in Greenfield. What are you thinking after yesterday, Brendan? Um, well, obviously it was a bit of a roller coaster. Um, the first half of the second half and then the penalty kick was just an absolute lottery. So, um, but what, what I'd like to, to, to mention is, is nobody's mentioned this yet, I don't think... Um, Lee Griffiths. Now, there's a guy who's no these troubles to seek. Um, he's he's obviously his own issues. He's trying to fight his way back. There's been bumps along the road, but in the last six weeks, that guy stepped up in a penalty shootout and not only taking a penalty, he's taking the pressure one, the first one. And for me, that shows absolute guts. So, a big hats off to Lee Griffiths for that. Yeah, you're talking about the Scotland one as well as as yesterday. Yes. Aye, for Cotton Country, sorry, I should have said Cotton oh, no. Country, so the Scotland one, and then obviously yesterday. There was a thing that Neil Lennon said when you played the clip out earlier on, where he said, You're a rascal, he can get fitter. Well, yeah. I want to know why he's not fit in December. Be- I know. Well, I think because he's a rascal was what I took from well, it. Yeah. I, I think I listened to, sorry, I, I read an interview with Lee Griffiths earlier on. He says, You can get fit doing your average training, but if you're not match fit, so mm-hmm. that was his counter argument. My argument to Play that. me. Right. Absolutely So if, but if you go back to the start of the season This all stems back Trying to play catch up Which uh-huh. allowed Kamala And a, a Yeti To actually be Ahead of him in the pecking order Because he got into this season Everybody was screaming for Edward and Griffiths And then when he turns up And gets sent packing mm. Because he can't go to pre-season oh. He's been playing catch up ever since Brendan what do you make of that comment It, is, it was quite a, a good sound bite From Neil Lennon He said That's exactly what he said He said He's a rascal He, he could get fitter 
But he's a goal scorer And that's why I keep him about the club And all the rest of it Does that Is that a bit frustrating as a Celtic fan? It is frustrating I think through the years um, There's always been characters of football clubs You know Going back All the way back to you all remember guys in the sixties and whatnot. There's always been characters at a football club that, that you know, their their ability is unquestionable. But you know, it's just there's 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 baggage of of some kind that goes with it. You know, so um, Lee's just one of these guys. I think that's always going. He's always going to just be a bit of a loose cannon. You know, but what he does, you know, I think back to um, when. Um, and barely got injured and we, went, we were going to Ibrox the next game we hadn't kicked the ball for a, for a, a period came in 10 minutes and he's, he's put one in the top corner for, for 30 yards you know and that's just that's what he's capable of doing I think you know, if the three kicks at Hamden you know so if ever there was a case to resurrect the Edward Griffiths partnership now is the time I think how'd you do it if he's not fit well, because he's he's fit enough to come on yesterday and and do a turn, and he's never going to get fit. And you know, I, I think Ross County Wednesday night, Hamilton Aki's away at the weekend, and Dundee United mm-hmm. thereafter. There's a chance to let them go and see how they get on. How uh, big a chance though was Lille and Kilmarnock Celtic are making all these changes. It was a new dawn, and Turnbull's in the team, and Soros in the team, and we didn't see a single minute. Of Lee Griffiths It seems like a vicious circle Because Dylan's actually sent me the article That Alex is talking about The yeah. manager said after the game I need to get fitter Well that green stuff The pitch I need to be on that To get match fit And that, That's why I say If if Ibrox is the be all and end all And it is Then Ross County at home Hamilton Mackey's away Dundee United at home Perfect chance to mm. let Griffiths loose With Edward And see where it takes you Thank you very much Brendan in Greenfield Let's squeeze in one more Alan is in Falkirk tonight Hi Alan Hello panel How are you? Thank you Just at the start of the season When uh, Nicola Sturgeon gave Scottish football a yellow card uh, Through the uh, Aberdeen 8 mm-hmm. And Bowling Golly as, as Scottish football getting close To maybe getting a red card because of the carry-ons of Celtic supporters the last four weeks. Uh, Do you ask this particularly because of fans outside Hamden yesterday? Is that what's kind of sparked? Well, Hamden yeah. yesterday, then back to Parkhead last night, mm-hmm. and then the last few weeks when they were uh, attacking their own players' cars, uh, it's getting a bit ridiculous mm-hmm. now. Well, I mean, Hugh, to be fair, I don't think... I could be wrong... I, the yellow card, red card thing Sounded at the time as if that was about players This sounds like something a little bit different However, uh-huh. I get the feeling you will Agree with Alan that Gathering outside Hamden at the moment is inappropriate Of course it is And Celtic have tried their level best uh, To dissuade people From turning up at Celtic Park Hamden, wherever uh, They show a disregard A complete and utter disregard For what's going on in the country right now um, they are endangering their own health If they could think about that for a second uh, And I would hope that the practice stops They've made their point about Neil Lennon About the players They've made their point about then backing the team And directing their anger towards the board We know what they think We know only too well what they think Now they really must acknowledge What's going on in the country With the, the virus taking on a new strain And serious concerns about people's health So I'm only thankful 
that the Scottish government has more on its hands right now than to worry about guys that congregate in this manner. I don't think that the, the Scottish government are of a mind to make an example of football. But I mean, Alex, that I'd yeah. imagine. Well, you know, once once you're in the street, if it's a, you know, I guess that's a sort of police matter. If the, if the there are laws, there are rules, there's guidance at the moment for us all. If they want to stop that happening, break it up when it does happen. I'd imagine that's on them Rather than it being the same argument About the yellow card, red card thing for football For, for me it's a totally different situation Gordon I think the, the red card was because of what football players And you know were, were guilty of at that particular time This is a totally different thing This is people choosing to go As Hugh says During a pandemic We're having to cut our holidays short As we're going back into a lockdown In the next couple of weeks Just try and be responsible Gordon I mean Hugh there's Obviously a level of sympathy for everyone Literally everyone who's out there Because it's rubbish We're living really tough times sure. And going to football And going to support your team Makes such a difference to people It, it can, it can lift their days um, So I, I kind of get the the urge to go To, to Hamden and, and back the team But it's, it's, it's pretty obvious you're not meant to and, and what more do you say about it then? Only that they represent A minuscule fraction of the Celtic support They don't represent 1% of the Celtic support uh, And again I would say If you can't acknowledge What's going on round about you And you have no regard for your own health Then think about what, what are you health. thinking about Yeah Okay we'll leave it there Good question from Alan in Falkirk yeah. To round us off We've got a couple of other boxes we need to tick You gave your result of the week To St Mirren I think At the start of the show One of you Yes to- Tomo Was he one of the Scottish Cups Was it Tomo Who no. scored it Who, uh, um, How good a run are they on That was League Cup Oh was it yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the terrific run Absolutely brilliant I was just saying Gordon Because I think it was At 11 games undefeated They're now into a semi-final They look as if they've got A good balance About their squad And they're still only One point above Hamilton And you know they, For me They'll be looking up the way They'll be looking mm-hmm. top six With the current form uh, right, I think we will have to leave it there I wanted to get round more of the Premiership action from the weekend But as always, it's just such a busy show every single night Thank you so much for everyone who gets in touch Let's round off the teaser I won't even bother you with uh, the non-old firm one So Aww. since 2000, we're looking for five players who've scored For the winning side in a Scottish Cup final Old firm team, uncapped at senior level Amoruso, Novo, Hooper, Edward One to get Andy Halliday No they didn't win, remember? Oh, that was a semi-final. No, no. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah you're right. <laughs> no, it was a final. They lost to him. They Hibs. lost, yep. I'm struggling. Um, you've already got the connection. You've got this team and the country already in one of your previous answers, the recent one. So... Edward. Yeah, so... Countryman. Uh, teammate. Quickly. Scored against Motherwell. No, the, the other one. Eh... Uh, and Sham? Yes, there we oh, go. We easy. Got there. That's five I've redeemed myself. Right, Christmas fast approaching, and it's the last <laughs> time we're going to see Hugh Keevans or Shaken Keevans. Oh, as you know him, he's been oh. remixed for 2020. So we'll leave you with this, and we'll see you tomorrow. Ryan Christie. Hello. Scotland playing. Have we won? It's the reason against England we'll be standing. Merry Christmas from Clive One. Time for public Jack celebrations Furhill dancing My cold night long Time for presents And forgetting misses Time for singing Chris Boyd songs
just call it Ryan Christie. Hello. Scotland playing. Can we win? Yes, we can. It's the reason I see Park movies standing. Merry Christmas from Clyde. Talk to Thompsons.com. 